So welcome to another episode of Beyond FinTech. Today, I'm so happy to have Imar O'Connor joining us. But to start with, can you tell us a bit about your career? So now, obviously, you are the COO of Formfree. It's a pretty big job. Uh, but I believe you have worked in pretty large organizations before. Yes, absolutely. So I started my career as a management consultant, so uh, with Capco, uh, moved to London, uh, went into management consulting. From there, uh, joined another consultancy called Bearing Point. So about the first eight years of my career were in management consulting, um, all around financial services, all around payments. Uh, not necessarily by design, it's just kind of how it happened. Um, and then I caught the bug, right? So it was uh, from there, joined Visa in a strategy role, um, which was hugely interesting because having spent a huge amount of time learning about uh, account infrastructures and working in banks to suddenly be in a card provider and looking at a whole different type of payments was, was really, really interesting. Um, from there, I had a great opportunity to move into Barclays to look at how ping it which was a mobile banking app at yeah. the time how you could actually launch that into a corporate client base rather than in a retail client base so just a very different look at, at the mobile payments kind of conundrum and how that was going to work um, and then you know after a few uh, very fun years at barclays um joined form three as their coo um, and i've been there for you know four and a half of, of our five years talking about the early days of form three can you tell us basically why you created it what uh, customer problem it was solving, uh, who you are selling to, basically the story. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, so as I said, so we're a five-year-old company. We've just celebrated our fifth birthday, so another, another huge milestone for us as a company. Um, I joined about six months into the journey. Um, you know, the, as, as the story goes, you know, the, the team, you know, at the, at the time we had the, the CPO, the CTO, yeah. uh, the CEO and, uh, and the, the chief customer officer in place. Uh, they kind of figured out what they wanted to do um, and I was really brought on board to um, in some ways uh, operationalize that um, and very much say right so how, how do we take that and actually package it up into a service that we can sell to our customers um, so which was hugely exciting right because um, right from the beginning it was just hours to, to mold and to meld and to understand what it was going to look like uh, to this day I always say if something is broken in the way that we do something it's completely on us right there's there's no one else we can blame this is this is all our own doing so if it's broken fix it <laughs> because we, we never meant it to do that way uh, from a form 3 point of view so we are a uh, payments platform technology uh, we process payments um, on behalf of uh, international banks financial institutions um, and we are connected into the settlement schemes here in the U uh, or in the UK uh, and also across Europe um, and as part of our growth obviously looking at international opportunities as well cool and so can you tell us a bit about your customer base, essentially? Yeah, so we're, we're blessed, I guess, in many ways in that we get to play with the really big boys and girls yeah. in terms of, you know, the really large financial institutions, uh, the big name banks, um, and those that are processing a huge volume, uh, but perhaps are in a place where they are not wanting to maintain and sustain the technology that they've had in place. Um, on the other side of the coin, we also get to work with some of the really big uh, fintech names that are just emerging onto the scene that are really keen to use our technology instead of building their own and um, the beauty of that from my side is you know the the new guys and the new entrants in the fintechs they keep us on our toes you know yeah. they absolutely <laughs> are focused on 
what tech we're using, how we're doing it, you know, how we're deploying it. Um, so it keeps us at the, the leading edge of from a technology point of view. Um, and then obviously working with the larger organizations, you know, they very much keep us on our toes uh, from a, you know, how we are responding to regulatory requirements, how we are meeting their needs as an outsource provider, um, and also how we begin to think about integrating this new tech and, and I suppose, you know, technology as a service yeah. into existing platforms, yeah. uh, which is a whole different you know kind of mindset and ball game in terms of actually what needs to happen and um, so it's 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 a it's one of those ones I guess that with both types of customer bases we're just you know the, the water keeps rising in terms of you know, the expectations on us as a business but it's fantastic because yeah. it means that that breadth of customer base and um, just keeps us relevant in so many spaces yeah so it's like the best of both worlds, really. Like so many requirements, but on the other side, like drive you to have the best technology, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And we can't, you know, you, you, we absolutely know as a business we will not win if we are doing one and not the other. Yeah. Um. So you know, from our point of view, five years old, we uh, we started building this platform right at the beginning yeah. of you know cloud native really being yeah. a thing and really having the tools and architecture to be able to do that. Um. So timing was you know fantastically on our side. From yeah. That point of view um, but I think what's interesting is even as a five-year-old company we invest significant amounts in upgrading our platform because we never want to look back at three years time and think oh we we missed it you know we're not we're not leading edge on what's available anymore um, because you know that's unfortunately yeah. what we know is it's so easy to happen as, as platform and as technology evolves if you don't invest in it actually suddenly you're behind without without necessarily realizing it yeah and so, like obviously, like the company is like massively growing. Like, uh, can you tell me a bit how you make sure that you remain agile, essentially? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, as I said, we're five years old. I joined kind of four and a half years in. I was employee number seven. Yeah. Um, so I've seen kind of that that whole growth journey yeah. in terms of us as a business. Um, I think one of the key things that we've done in working like our head of product and, and technology, we've created very distinct um, groups that are responsible for their own destinies. Yeah. So we have given product leads and engineering leads yeah. the ownership of what they create. So, you know, what they want to build, what resources they require, you know, what commercials they're going to hit, what markets they're going to move into. So you really maintain that ownership within that squad of people um, yeah. because they are fundamentally defining, developing, building, um, and, you know, key for us running that service when it goes into live as well. So we're a fully DevSecOps kind of shop. So, you know, you build it, you service it, um, and, you, and you make sure it's fit for purpose. So a huge part of that for me is, is getting getting that shape and size of ownership of yeah. proposition rights so that everyone kind of feels that ownership and passion for what they're doing and you don't lose that as you scale the business. So you're saying essentially it's the product people that are talking to the customers directly, not even through the sales team essentially. Yeah, and, and it's both. Right. Okay. And I think that that has to that always has of to course. has to be the way, right? Um, but they are hugely involved in all of the requirements process, yeah. all of the builds process, all of the commercial process into the sales process, and so you maintain that ownership. Mm. And not only the product people, but also our engineers as well. Um, and that's one of the really important things about how yeah. we think about building product. It's not it's not built and then as you know I would say like you know thrown over a wall into an imaginary yeah. operations team and um, it's built and run by the 
by the same groups of people. So we've got the same engineers that were responsible for building it, you know, are the guys that are, you know, our first yeah. line of support if we have any issues. And that's that's hugely important mindset in terms of the products that we release yeah. And, yeah. and how those are built in market. Yeah, totally makes sense. You were mentioning earlier you work with the big boys. Um, and it has been five years. So what I really would like to know is basically how is it essentially like do you find them all the time co collaborative with uh, fintechs? Has it uh, improved over the years? Like do you see more and more collaborations or easiness to work with them? Like because working big organizations, working with small organizations, not always so easy, right? Yeah, and, and I think every organization is an individual. Yeah. <laughs> big, big or small, I think, you know, we, we all, each organization has its own distinct personality. I think it's, it's very, very, very to say. Um, I, think, I think for me, one of the really interesting things is, particularly with large organizations, I think, you know, a lot of them are in a place where they're not keen to maintain and sustain the status quo. And um, they are all on journeys where they have, you know, legitimately and bought in across their organizations to say, we want to change. Yeah. You know, so the willingness is absolutely there in terms of we want to do things differently. Yeah. Um, and then for me, it's very much about, so how do we collaborate on yeah. that? And, um, you know, I, I always say there's, there's learnings on both sides in any of these conversations, right? So um, there is a huge amount that we can kind of play into these organizations in yeah. terms of being agile, in terms of the tech that we use, you know, in terms of some of the operating model yeah. um, efficiencies that, that we can kind of play. But similarly, there is a lot that we also can learn yeah. from them because they've been around the block on this stuff. You know, yeah. they've, they've processed the payments, they've had the incidents, they've, you know, they've tried, you know, the platform refreshes yeah. before. And I think it has to be a very, very open dialogue. Um, and that has to be, you know, on, on both sides, right? And you have to, in anything like that, you have to be able to listen as much as you talk, right? And, and vice versa. And I think those are the collaborations that work. When you have parties on both sides that are actually willing to, to listen to yeah. each other and to understand each other's perspectives, um, I would never, you know, kind of uh, want it any other way because it means we're not learning from each other. We're not learning from what yeah. that organization has been through in its history, which yeah. is hugely important because if I can avoid, you know, 20 of those mistakes as we grow, then that's hugely important for us as well. Yeah. That, that makes me smile because I spent, so not currently with, uh, with OpenPaid, but uh, in, uh, in my previous life at Fido, I was launching uh, NeoBanks for tier 20 tier 3 banks. And um, during that experience, so I learned to work with big companies. And I remember one of my clients as basically, I don't know, um, meeting five with us and really wanting to work with us, bringing it a stakeholder map to, to manage all internal stakeholders to come to a decision. And, you know, for me, like not having a big background in, uh, in enterprise sales, um, I was really impressed. But I, I like, it's something that now I am actually using in my day-to-day -day life because even if I work sometimes with smaller customers, I really think about this concept. So fully agree with like, you can learn from, uh, from your customers, whoever they are, like larger organization or smaller organization, essentially. Um, I would have, so as a last question, I really would like to touch upon basically the big news, your fundraising journey. Um, I believe it's your Series C. 
Um, you have just raised with Goldman Sachs. Can you tell us a bit more about this fundraising journey and, most importantly, what you will do with the money? Yes, no, absolutely. Yes, so hugely exciting news for us. Obviously, Series C, um, a big investment um, yeah. amount as well, so 160 million in from, from you know, our, our, our whole round. Um, and this will just enable us to do a lot of things, actually, that we've been kind of building out as part of our strategic plan. Um, a lot of that, obviously, is around global expansion. So yeah. we are kind of predominantly in the UK and Europe at the moment. Um, there are a lot of other markets out there that we are hugely interested in exploring. Um, one of the big, I guess, opportunities for us is you know the, the emergence and the dawn of real-time payments across the world. Yeah. And so that opens up a lot of markets for us to look at. So whether that's the US, Canada, Australia, you know, Thailand, you name it, you know, there are so many markets opening up across the world. Um, and those changes in the market really give a big opportunity for us to to look at those markets and see if the timing is right for us to enter those. Um, similarly, you know, from a functional point of view, I think the more that we are working with larger organizations, actually the more functionality they want us to build on the platform. It yeah. makes sense, they want to buy more from us. Um, yeah. And therefore we are looking at, you know, strategically what functionality yeah. can we add on a platform basis onto yeah. our product that will be useful for many books um, yeah. and that we can sell across the piece. Um, and finally, of course, there's always, you know, we have to look at kind of the transactions, how it's flowing, what data is associated with that. Um, so absolutely looking at, you know, these new opportunities, what are the services that we can provide. Super, thank you so much, Imar, and I wish you like a very good uh, money 2020. Thank you very much, Sophie. <laughs>